Hi, I'm Case Lowe, co-host of the Open the Voice Gate podcast. The one question I'm constantly asked when it comes to Dragon Gate is how do I get into the promotion? Well, stop asking and start listening to the Open the Voice Gate podcast released every Wednesday on the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. For exclusive news and show reviews, look no further than the leader in Dragon Gate coverage, Open the Voice Gate. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everyone, welcome to Super Jcast, I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald, it is Saturday the 14th of January 2023, this is episode 242, I've just finished watching a, a very exciting game of football, uh, Man United against Man City, United have won, which is good news for Arsenal, mm. because that means we remain five points clear at the top of the league. Look at you. I'm excited. Champions League? I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. You, that means you got a chance to win the whole, the whole, the whole fucking league, and then you'll be like a top seed in Champions League, right? Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I'm terrified. Steel O'Neill says, "I want confirmation that you're allowing yourself to believe." Do it. Enjoy the ride. No, because then I'll just get hurt. It's like being a Tetsuya Naito fan. Yeah. With uh, Arsenal, I, I can see that. But, but you know what? The ride. I mean, five. But but, but, but we're five points clear. Yeah. Five points. Come on. This is you got to feel good about yourself right now. This is a these are the, the moments that you have to embrace and enjoy. And if it breaks your heart, as Michael Scott would say, I'm ready to get my heart broken again. Well, I've heard news actually that Kikuchi is now uh, the booker for the Premier League. So he's, <laughs> the know, Dave if report does that? go tits up, then I'll rest assured that <laughs> two years later. Uh, that uh, Yujiro Kikuchi is going to give Arsenal their Kikuchi moments in uh, the final of the Champions League. <laughs> Telling one of his uh, famous stories there, long-term booking. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, I saw that you were getting confirmation of stuff. I saw that. I saw you were doing your due diligence as a reporter. Uh, here's the thing. I don't want to be a reporter. Do you want to be a reporter? I don't. <laughs> I'd be a reporter. I just want people to go. No, so I tried it and I hated right. it. Right. So that's, that's what it did. It's terrible. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to have to reach out to anyone. I would like all staff and, and uh, wrestlers connected to the company to just send me unsolicited direct messages, giving me scoops, yes. <laughs> giving me full access to them saying, Please. you can quote me on this. This is absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I can't wait for your inbox to be littered with all these fucking, yeah, it's, Hi. I'm Joe Okada. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of me. What? Who? No. <laughs> never, never heard of you at all. But I'll, but anything you tell me, I'll go out there and say <laughs> because I'm Joe Okada. Didn't know you speak English. Oh yeah. Def- <laughs> you definitely do speak English. Here's a photo fo- fo- with my ID card that I definitely haven't just created in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> right. And, uh, it's, 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 wrong guy. He's the booker now. What of New Japan as well? Yeah. He gets around. He's a busy man. Should I double check that? No, it's nah, definitely no, not. No, it's fine. Just, just run with it. <laughs> just tr- trust me, bro. Trust me, bro. 
<laughs> oh, Dave. I love, you know, there was a magical time back, 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 way back when, Joel, where I would sit on my porch on a Saturday morning waiting. And I could see the, the postman, the mailman coming up the street, delivering the mail. And I would always be like, Oh, that motherfucker better have my observer. Better have my fucking observer. And I, and I, and I wouldn't look at him. And I wouldn't see you sitting on the toilet. No. <laughs> well, it, it is a, it is a sitting on the toilet waiting for your observer to come. <laughs> God, I got, need to wipe my ass with something. Oh, that's not right. Come on. Um, no, I take it back. I take it. Take that it's, back. It, it's a good paper. It is. <laughs> it's a good paper. Um, and I would wait and it would be, uh, what a great Saturday morning to spend. Watching pro wrestling and reading the Observer, and then maybe even going to a show later that night. Oh, notice how getting the lead was not in that equa- equation at all. It's not. <laughs> it's not very it's a simpler time. I just wanted to be held. All right. Well, today's a big day, right? No. Why is that? <laughs> By the way, can we can What's you uh, share with our listeners our just countless? No. I don't know what it how is. Many... No, I'm not sharing. Oh, uh, I just want to know how many uh, how many uh, pops you had while watching the game. Uh, I had not that much. I had a, a glass of wine over there. I went to a nice Italian restaurant with a friend of mine. Beautiful. So I had a glass of wine and uh, a, sh- a shot of limoncello, limoncello, Ooh, uh, yeah. which was disgusting. It tasted like a toilet cleaner. <laughs> and we went to. Uh, Izakaya down the road had uh, some Kyoho sours, some mm. Kalpis sours. Mm. So yeah, it's been a nice evening. Look at you! You're a little, you're a little lubed up, aren't you? Certainly, I'm shooting <laughs> from the hip. Who should we bury first? Here we go. I love it. I love a drunk Joel. Everybody loves drunk Joel. <clears throat> All right, let me clear my throat. And let's begin a show, shall we? Yes, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, nope. Shinhon Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link to something no. to get you on that. You might hate this. You might look at this and be like, "A oh, fuck off! I'm not doing it." Which I totally respect. Right. So I'm sending you on WhatsApp, and the brief is: This is from Spannerhead on the Discord. He says, "Can you please ask David to name every single person in this image?" Okay, I'm gonna give it a shot. Oh, I like this guy's work. Let us I've... know what what you're looking at here. Well, it's an illustration, and and um. I've seen something similar. There's a, somebody who did, uh, maybe it's the same person. Um, they would do this type of artwork. I've seen before that he did like a Ric Flair one and he did like a, maybe it's not the same artist. I don't know. All right. Let's see what I can do. All right. It's, it is, uh, of the Bullet Club and it's like, um, what's the best way to describe it? It's like all the members of Bullet Club in an illustration form. And it's really, actually really good. Um, so I got to name all these fucking clowns. All right. Here we go. All right, we got AJ, uh, you know, Finn Balor currently, uh, Okada, an Okada, Omega. <laughs> I'm already drunk. Is that Luke Gallows? Oh, I'm going left to right, by the way. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Jay White, Tomatonga, uh, Cody Rhodes, and, uh, who's, what's his wife's name? There we go. Her. Uh, Young Bucks are in there. Fala. Cody. What's that? 
No, you're, no, you're actually cancelled. You can't even remember his wife's name. I, I, listen, I, I can't even remember my wife's name. Rose <laughs> like that. <laughs> right? Um, what's her name? Brandy. Brandy Rose, right? Brandy. See, I knew it. I told you. Uh, Yujiro and uh, not Miho. Um, who's the bunny girl? I forget. Um, okay. Uh, evil. Who the fuck is that? Who's next to Evil? I have no idea. What the the bald guy or the guy with the hair and the beard? Hair and the beard. That's uh, AEW superstar Hangman Page. That is not that, that's that's not a good one. All right, uh, there's Adam Cole, I guess. Right? Okay. Who's who's the young lady? I don't know the young lady. Who's that young lady? I don't know. Mal, I believe her name is. I don't know. Uh, then we have Tonga Loa, and then we have, is that Chase up there? And Skrull, and the artist formerly known as Morty Skrull. Um, who the fuck's that? The bald guy. Yeah, who are they? What, to the left of Morty Skrull? Yeah, right, right above Evil. Uh, that, I believe, is uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. They were in Bullet Club? So, <laughs> this is where we get to the part of the image. You're like, what? They were in Bullet Club? I, really, I had no idea. They were in Bullet Club. All right. So there's Show, uh, Hikaleo, um, Taiji Ijimori, uh ELP, Bone Soldier? Next to him, I guess. I have no idea what that's supposed to be. Jado. Oh, okay. Uh, Because I thought it was they were next to each other because it was like juice. Uh, Look at the top row. Top row. I'll tell you what. You you didn't think I was going to get this one. I know that one. Top row. uh, The young lady is uh, Doc Gallo's wife. Because I saw that mixed tag match at Duntaku. (laughs) I can't. I was like, I traveled. (laughs) <laughs> 10,000 miles to see that. It was Carl Anderson, uh, and it was a kingdom, and uh, Maria Canales. <laughs> I can't believe it. Is that Chris Bay up there in the corner? Yeah. Oh, my God. Best. This makes That's for right. the worst radio. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarrett's up there, <laughs> yeah, right? literally naming Bullet Club members. This is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I don't know who the one next to him is. I don't know who those people are. Oh, Amber Gallows is what I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, and then yes. oh, is that Robbie Eagles up there in the corner? Yeah. Wow. And Gino's in there. I, I, I failed to mention Gino Gambino's in there. All right, Kenta. I, I did pretty well, I think. Right. You've done really well. Thank you very well, you much. Did get people like Ray Bucareno, La Comandante, I'm Scott Demore, uh, Stephen Amell, <laughs> El Terrible. But, uh, you know, aside from them, you've done, yeah. I thought I did all right. I thought I did all right. Well, that was great radio. I'll tell you. Well done, David. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Might be the worst opening we've ever done. (laughs) What was I thinking? That's all right. You're drunk. Thanks, Fathead. You fucked up the show. Yeah. Never write to us again. Yeah, way to go. No, you can write again. All right. um, Where would you like to go, Drunk Commandant? Let's do our year-end awards. Yay! I'm sure people have been on tentative waiting for. Listen. What should we start? Should we go in reverse order or should we just start with the big ones? 
Uh, let's go reverse order. Let's build it. You know. Listen, if anybody stuck around okay. after that bit, um, <laughs> they deserve they deserve to go from the bottom to the top. All right, I tell you what, I'll start by reading the funny entry. So uh, you may recall I left one entry blank at the end, so people can sort of nominate their own category. Yes. So of the year, so. I'll just read out some of the funny ones I picked up. Uh, bald man holding a belt hostage of the year, Carl Anderson. Ah. Uh, whiskey spit of the year, Nat Sapoya, historic crossover. So I've, I've done a mix of stuff that I thought were cool moments that wouldn't otherwise get talked about and funny stuff. Uh, horniest wrestler is Great O'Connor. Great O'Connor tweet delete of the year for Chris Charlton's sad grapple work ratings masterpiece. And yeah, we saw that, Chris. That was a great tweet, and I'm very sorry that you deleted it. Uh, fart of the year is Jay White. <laughs> Thickest seat of the year, Mark Davis slash uh, D- Disney Pixar ass moment of the year. Mark Davis in the United Empire briefs that make his bum <laughs> look like a baseball. Laugh <laughs> of the year, uh, Despie tags in <laughs> that make his bum look like a baseball. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, laugh of the year Despi tags in Watto by slapping him across the face uh, Super J cast Twitter follower of the year Antonio moment of the year Tom Lawler giving Yano both sister act DVDs mm. feud of the year Jay White versus clapping word of the year stonks reveal of the year Kikuchi is the higher power yeah. stick of the year I just really like Yoshihashi sticks Aww. brain in a jar of the year Adam Cole Bebe <laughs> welcome back Adam uh, performance of the year Chris Chant reading out ELP's message at the G1 Climax 32 press conference Non-wrestling moment of the year, Great O'Connor's adventure in Vegas. Mm. There are quite a few of those about that. Uh, Tan of the year, El Lindemann. Tag team surprise match of the year, El Desperado and Kanemaru versus Strickland and Keith Lee. Surprisingly exposed bum cheeks of the year, Desperado. So quite a few entries there talking about Desperado's bum. Least effort by a wrestler in uh, match of the year, Carl Anderson is match with Hikaleo slash uh, embarrassing moment of the year, Carl Anderson's performance against Hikaleo. So they've got absolute pelters for that one. Uh, best troll of the year, Naito gesturing and losing Zach towards the exit aisle after his quick defeat in G1. Backstage commenter of the year, Kenta. Fumbled bag of the year, Black Tiger for managing to get dropped for being shit by a company that booked Chase Owens versus Jado. <laughs> <laughs> what Santa should bring Damon of the year, a dozen Tenga eggs. Uh, wait, 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 what was it? You guys. Back up, what was it? What Santa should bring Damon of the year? A dozen Tenga eggs. You remember oh, the Tenga yes. eggs? Yes, 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 yes. That was it all the time. Yeah, that was a good bit. Uh, funniest thing I've heard on the podcast all year. You guys talking about eating juice in like an asshole. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Long, long, long. <laughs> Uh, foreign object of the year, banana. Uh, promo of the year, Jeff Cobb blinded by Miss doing a promo with his back to the camera and yelling at the wall. Best Guinness Book of World Records, Pursuit and Triumph, the Hiromu Zipper thing. Funniest match of the year, uh, Zach versus Evil in the TV Championship tourney. New Japan official of the year, the official. Best British wrestler, Kosei Fujita. Daddy of the year, Hiroki Goto. And disappointing Carl of the year, either of the quitters. <laughs> we are some fucking funny people. I'm not going to lie. I appreciate people taking the time and doing that and making us laugh. That's good stuff. Way to go. Way to go, listeners. Excellent work. Made me laugh. That's for sure. Yeah. And if I didn't read your entry, it's because it it's not funny and neither are you. Oh. So it never writes us again. Christ, Joel. <laughs> You're going to make us lose our All three right. listeners. I added, a, <laughs> I added a new category this year. I did favorite New Japan faction. Mm. So we don't have anything from last year, but... Uh, shall I do top three? So in third place was Lossy Goblin Understandable. The second place, Suzuki Goon. 
And in first place, United. Wow, Empire. there so you go. It was fairly close. Okay, was it? But uh, yeah, how? Uh, yeah, do you? Well, I, I bloody love United Empire. I co-signed on that one. I think those are three very good choices there. I did too. I would have gone the same. I, I believe I voted for United Empire. Yes, um, as my number one pick. Uh, yeah, I think that, I don't know. I just like the dynamic. I kind of like, they're a little bit like reservoir dogs, you know, and they're, and they're, and their style and they're, you know, some of the photos they've been doing. Uh, I don't know. I like the fact that like each guy kind of feels a little bit different and has their own uh, place in the, in the faction. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I would have, I, I not, what if I did vote for them? Okay, so uh, next category is least favorite wrestler my favorite, of the year. My, huh? my favorite category. Do we, do we want a top three or a top five? Uh, let's do top five. This is this is worthy of a top five. I, lo- I I do like least favorite, and sometimes they give you reasons why. But yeah, and slow down, take your time with it, build, be a broadcaster. <laughs> okay, so uh, last year the uh, f- in fifth place for least favorite rest of the year was Bad Luck Folly. Mm. Fourth place, Will Ospreay. What? Third place, Shane Owens. Second place was Evil. Okay. And first place was Dick Togo. So that was last no, year. That was last year. This year, yeah, this year, uh, top five, so fifth place, uh, we actually had a tie in fifth place. We got two wrestlers with the same score for fifth place, which was, again, Bad Luck Farley and Dick Togo. Oh. Fourth place, Shane Owens. Oh. Third place, Doc Gallows. Oh. Second place, Evil. And can you guess who's in first I'm place? I'm going to say, <laughs> Machine Gunker, the bald fraud himself, Carl yes. Anderson, yes, runaway winner of least favourite wrestler of the year, and well deserved because although he did put it out of the bag of the Tamatogwa match, that's in, in retrospect, and I've had time to think about it, it, makes me more angry that he was so shit in the <laughs> Tanahashi and the That matches. that makes me yeah. The Tanahashi match I just cannot fucking fathom. Well, you know, that's just uh, you should have been fired on the spot after that for the, the sheer disrespect. Yeah, of, uh, I agree. Shitting that one out against uh, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I'm so surprised. Evil is so high. Second least favorite wrestler of the year for what is basically a comedy mid-card jobber. That people are still that upset by him. Yeah, a little bit because he's has been relatively a non-factor, right? He is there. And for the most part, it seems like, you know, comedy relief in the the bumbling, stumbling heels. He certainly wasn't as, you know, front-facing as previous years. Um, I mean, Evil is – I mean, he can have a good match. He can. Um, right now, it's not, you know, not his prime time. But, yeah, yeah, Evil being there. Underrated comedy wrestler. Why Why Chase? People really don't like Chase Owens? Uh, not something I'm willing to get into. Oh, it's outside, outside the ring stuff. All right. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I could be on the ring, in the ring stuff. I don't know. I mean, maybe people just dislike his wrestling, but, um, yeah, I will say no more yep. about that. Uh, would, would you like me? This might be interesting to read the wrestlers who did not get any votes whatsoever for least favorite, because usually when I do this, you just get the most random wrestlers catching strays. Like I've got, uh, I don't know, just go through it. One person saying that Kosei Fujita is their least favorite wrestler. <laughs> Why? Someone voted for, you know, Yuji Nagata's. Like, what, yeah. <laughs> what have they done to upset you? Like, Yuji, the god, has snubbed Very, him uh, for, like, an autograph one time. He's like, fuck him! Right. My least favorite. Yeah. So there's there's two ways of interpreting the people that I'm going to read who had no votes whatsoever for least favorite. It's either people that 
nobody cares about, either <laughs> like or dislike, or just genu- genuinely beloved wrestlers. And there are some that are going to surprise you in here, considering the history. So these are the wrestlers with no points for least favourite of the year. So Alex Zane, huh. Clark Connors, El Desperado, El Lindemann, Fred Rosser, Great O'Conn, Jeff Cobb, Jarrell Nelson, Katsuyori Shibata, Kevin Knight, Carl Fletcher, Mark Davis, Mascara Dorada, Renderita, Rocky Romero, Royce Isaacs, Rohei Oiwa, Shigo Takagi, Shota Umino, and this is a surprising one for me, Taichi. Wow. Titan, Yota Suji, and Zack Sabre Jr. So finally, David, people have come round and definitive proof everyone loves Taichi. I'll tell you what, one of the, one of the things that you should be most proud of is leading that charge. Like there was nobody who was like yes. Tai Chi's good, and you were there well before Tai Chi got good. And and yeah, you should you should absolutely be. He should thank you. <laughs> you know? Yes, I'm telling you right now. Get in the DMs, Tai Chi. Let's go. Let's go get some whiskey sours and uh, send me a picture of your ID card. Yeah, we need. I, yeah, we need. I need proof that it's actually <laughs> to verify that you. It's in it's in Comic Sans. <laughs> I've got an email here from Taichi at NewJapanWrestling.com. Let's let's read that on here. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's do the everyone's favorite wrestler of the year. So this is not wrestler of the year. This is favorite wrestler of the year. So this doesn't have to be based on their performance or matches, just like who you like. So last year, the top five favorite wrestlers of the year. uh, In fifth place, we had Hiromu Takahashi. Fourth was Kazuchika Okada. Third, Tetsuya Naito. Second, Zack Sabre Jr. And first, Shingo Takagi. Mm. And this year, in fifth place, El Desperado. Wow. Fourth, Tetsuya Naito. Third, Kazuchika Okada. Second, Zack Sabre Jr. And first place, Will Wow. So that is quite the turnaround. Yes, so it is. William, going from last year being the fourth least favorite wrestler to this year being the most popular, every, well, most people's favorite wrestler wow. of the year. How about that? That's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's a good thing that, you know, look, he, we all know the reputation that he uh, had online and just all the, you know, all the, the shit. Um, but the fact that, I don't know, maybe he turned the corner on that. Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I like the fact that he, like, we spend less time this year talking about his dopey Twitter account than, you know, than his matches, which which it should be. Like you, could, he's very vanilla on Twitter right now, um, which which is fine. Be as vanilla as possible. Um, and I think he's funny on Twitter. He's, he's put some good stuff up there, some good gags, good interaction with uh, right. But it's nothing. You know, he's not just, he's not blowing up his fucking Twitter feed with nonsense. You know, I think he's doing a good job. I th- I think he. I- <laughs> what, what? I was going to say it's good to see that uh, so of course Zack Sabre Jr. is uh, the second favourite wrestler of the year that his lack of Twitter activity has not uh, dissuaded people from enjoying let me tell work. you something probably uh, probably uh, one of the things that people enjoy most is that he doesn't tweet nobody tweets yes yes but do not log back on do not Zach. it's it, it is hell over here. <laughs> so that is our favorite rest of the year. Right. Last year, uh, we will move on to the next category. So this was a biggest disappointment of the year. So last year, uh, we just, should we do top five for everything? I, we can do five? it. Yeah. So fifth place, yeah. 
Uh, last year, fifth place was heavyweight title seed. Fourth place was the G1 final, which of course was the Ibushi injury. Third place, foreigners not performing in Japan. Second place, Jay White's 2021. Oh, and first place, uh, Dick Togo influence slash House of mm. Torture. Now this year, in fifth place, we have Kushida's return. Fourth place, the G1 climax block schedule. Third place, Kota Ibushi's absence. Second place, it's that man again, Jay White slash wow. Rescue from 17 main event builds. And first place, biggest disappointment, never title booking slash Carl wow. Anderson, the bald fraud, cleaning up. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. Super J. Oh my God. He's like Oasis of the Brits. Uh, yeah, he sees it. That was a 1995 reference, by the way. <laughs> I remember everyone. <laughs> I'm such a fucking old turd. Uh, yeah. Wow, look at that. And, and what's even more shocking, I mean, listen, I thought, I, th- I figured Carl was going to clean up. Uh, Jay White, two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. Two years in a row. How about that? Okay. Loser leaves Japan, I'm just saying. All right, let's uh, move on to the most improved wrestler of the year. So last year, our top five were fifth place, Yoshihashi. Fourth place, Fred Rosser. Third place, Doki. Second place, Great Okan. And first place, Jeff Cobb. This year, most improved wrestler. Fifth place, Shota Umino. Fourth place, El Fantasmo. Third place, David Finley. Second place, Ren Narita. And first place, Tama Tonga. Wow. Uh, well, I, I would have... I definitely had Tama and Ren in my top three. I would have put ELP in there, just a shade above David Finley, because really enjoyed ELP this year. But uh, I think well-deserved from that top five. Very good. I like yeah, Tamatanga. Okay. I, he was in my top three. Um, I think I did as well when El Fantasma. Um, I think I did one, I think it went Shota too. I think. Um, yes. I like that category a lot. I like that category. I like, I like to, I like to shower people with praise. Yeah, we're all about positivity yes. here on the Super Day cast. Do you want me to send you a link to no. the spreadsheet, Damon, or are you enjoying just having it? I love you. You're a, you're, nice you're doing a great job. You're like you know what it is? You're like Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should start racing. Yeah, oh my god, how great. But uh without the transphobia. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Unsung wrestler of the year. So last year, fifth place, you had Robbie Eagles. Fourth place, Tom Lawler. Third place, Taichi. Second place, Doki. First place, Great Okan. This year, fifth place, Clark Connors. Fourth place, Yoshihashi. Third place, Doki. Second place, Taichi. First place, the Great wow. Okan. So, yeah, the top three, the same, but in a different order. Mm. So I definitely think, I mean, Great, okay. It's going to be one of these wrestlers, I fear, where every year we're going to be like, oh, this is the year he's getting his push. This is the year he's, you know, makes it to the New Japan Cup final, wins his G1 block, and <laughs> you know, sit there as Toriyano eliminates him in, in the second yeah. round. <laughs> so he's definitely, I think, a guy who, when compared to his popularity, is getting underpushed and underappreciated. I, I tend to agree. Um, and yeah, there, that is the fear that, you know, he winds up being, you know, he's in G1 and it's like, you know, he's the new Shibata. He's the, you know, um, I hope not. I hope not. I hope he's just, I hope he's not a middle of the card guy. I don't think he will be, be honest with you. Um, but yeah, every year, 
Every year he's in the mix. And I like it that it's the same three people. It's, we're, we're, they're, the people are screaming at you, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Please give these guys a little bit more of a push your Be nice. Yeah, I'm glad Taichi got the recognition there because he is a guy, like, you know, we've talked about he's got no points for at least favorite of the year. So everyone loves him now. And he's a guy, when he gets that tap on the shoulder, always delivers. He's done a lot of heavy lifting for the KOPW stuff. He's been the heart and soul of these uh, JTO, the, the Taka Taichi shows. So, yeah, the, the fact that he's climbed up from third place last year to second place this year uh, speaks volumes about how well-liked he is and also how... I don't know, New Japan not really... Missing the mark a little bit. Are they under-pushing him? Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Okay. All right, that's fair. So, <laughs> right, uh, Junior Heavyweight Wrestler of the Year. So last year, we had eight nominees. This year, we only had four, because I think it was quite a lead year as far as singles junior wrestling went. So last year, our top five in fifth place, Doki. Fourth place, ELP. Third place, Robbie Eagles. Second place, Hiromu Takahashi. And first place, El Desperado. And this year, because we only have four nominees, so in reverse order, fourth place, we have TJP. Third place, Taiji Ishimori. Second place, Hiromu. And first place, El Excellent. Desperado. So it is Despi again by a landslide. There was no one else even came close. I think he's just the star of the show. And we'll get on to talking about rest of the year, but... Just to drop a little nugget of a spoiler, he is a guy who, as he did last year, is going to feature quite oh prominently in Wrestle oh of the Year, let alone Lord. Junior Wrestle of the Year. So a guy who, dare I say, perhaps transcending the uh, the ceiling of the, the Junior Division. God damn, people. All right, here we go. Let's do it. I mean, that's, that's something, yes. isn't it, to beat Hiromu two years in a row. I mean, he had a, a an incredibly diverse year, um, and 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 delivered on small stages and large stages. Uh, I mean, I to me, there was no one else that that would fit the bill um, for that for you know 2022. No one, no other junior. Um, and yes, there were there were other people had other moments, but consistently. Like he's he's been there. He's the guy, um, and and two years running. I told you he like very few wrestlers shine during the lockdown years. He was one of them. <laughs> he was one. He he was one that found a way to make himself better. I, and God bless, because that was that's tough sledding. But yeah, two years around. Great job. Great job. And all that without having contracts. He has a come on. All right, all right. Tag team of the year. So last year, fifth place we had uh, Kanemaru and Desperado. Fourth place was ELP and Ishimori. Third place Naito Sanada. Second place Yoshihashi Ishii and Goto. And first place was Dangerous mm-hmm. Techers. So this year, tag team of the year. In fifth place we have House of Torture. So Evil Show and Yujiro. Fourth place, Khan on the Cobb. Third place, Catch 2-2. Second place, Bishamon. And in first place, Aussie wow. Open. Wow. Uh, yeah, a very dominant win from Aussie Open there. They were in my they were in my mix, but <sighs> number one. That's okay. Help me out here. Obviously, FTR match was uh you know off the charts. Right? 
What else? Uh, they did some stuff on the mm-hmm. dynamite. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count. Was there was there much with us? Uh, strong. Okay, They've been okay. done a lot of work on strong. I I had them second. I think I had Bishop on third, second Aussie Open, and I catch two two first because although they were only a team for half of the year, I thought they packed so much into it and did such tremendous work elevating the junior tag division from basically nothing. It was in the gutter, and now it's one of my favourite parts of the product. Yeah. Um, I think I went. Uh, Yoshihashi and Goto, and then I went uh, catch Tutu. Yeah, yeah that's okay. I, I, I'm actually, and I, here's the thing: I love Aussie, I love them, but I'm just a little surprised that they ran away with it. That's that 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 might be my first shock of of, of the award season. That is that to me is a bit of a unexpected swing. Yeah, I'm just thinking. That uh, they did have a good performance in World Tag League as well, but I, I was suspicious of how many voters actually watched World Tag League in its entirety. We will see. Uh, well, okay. Congratulations uh, on the last job, right? Yes. Yes. Well done to Mark Davis and your <laughs> baseball backside. <laughs> show of yeah. the year, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> last year, fifth place, we had Castle Attack Day 2. Fourth place, Wrestle Grand Slam in Tokyo Dome. Third place, G1 Night 10. Second place, Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. First place, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. This year, in fifth place, we had Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. Fourth place, Battle Autumn Osaka. Third place, Historic Crossover. Second place, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. And first place, Runaway Winners, Forbidden Door. Wow, Forbidden Door was great. And here's the thing with Forbidden Door. First of all, is this the first year that n- neither a G1 or Wrestle Kingdom is first place? I think so, yeah. I think every year since we started this, it's been a, a Wrestle Kingdom in first place. I mean, that just kind of shows what a ravenous crowd can do to have people enjoy a show. Um, and, and I thought the show was so much fun. Being there was f- great. Uh, I mean, taking out the, the personal aspect of it, it, I thought the show was, and it was cursed. Like just going into it, it was just like every fucking time you turned around, somebody was hurt or somebody was the. Oh, it was just a fucking. And then, just imagine, like if if we got that Punk Tanahashi match. I mean, already, I, I'm you know a lot of people say this show was an all timer, but put Punk Tanahashi on top of that, and yeah, that would have been special. Yeah, would have. It really would have. Um. It was fun. That that to me, that was almost like a lot of people's. All right, we can take the shackles off now and 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 enjoy a pro wrestling show together. You know, for the first time in a long time, I think people felt that way. Um, and the surprises, you know, and and even the little things that normally people would hand wave, people were all in on. Uh, yeah, it was great. That was a great. That was a great time. So uh, I got no problem with that one winning. I got. I really don't. I don't have any problem with that one winning. And also, I'm pleasantly surprised. The historic crossover rank, rank is so yeah. highly. So people loved it. A lot of critical acclaim. So yeah, New Japan Bushiroad. If you're listening, more of that because yeah, it was a tremendous event. And again, not uh, wrestlers that I'm hugely familiar with, but you know, get the chance to talk to 
Welky beforehand and appreciating it and seeing all these cool moments and crossovers. I really hope we get to see more of this and less of the, you know, six minute rushed matches on big shows. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, I'm, I'm actually really surprised. Uh, like Wrestle Kingdom night one was really good. Wasn't it? I think I put that in my top three. I can't remember yeah. what the matches were. It was Okada Shingo. And, uh, right. Okay. Right. One, 2022. There you go. No, that's Wrestle Kingdom 17. That's the God, wrong one. I've clicked on the wrong yeah. thing. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. So Okada Shingo, Despi versus Hiromu, Bishamon against Dangerous Techers, Evil against Ishii, Shibata against Ren. So yeah, it was, that's, that's pretty good. I, I don't think it's, yeah, it's not better than any of those shows that have come above it, though. I personally, I had uh, Battle Autumn higher. I love that show. I thought it was fantastic. It was good. But uh, can't argue with uh, uh, any of these ones that have been put in the, the top three, really. Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 was definitely better than Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. But yeah, having that January 4th show, that's, you know, your iconic, your flagship show of the year, just. Well, I say just in the top five, but uh, yeah, not even making it in the top three. That yeah, something. I think that's a, that that has to be the first year that's happened. Has to be. Okay, let's talk about match of the year. So last year, our top five in fifth place was Shingo versus Tanahashi from New Beginning, Shingo versus Cobb from Wrestle Kingdom Night Two, Okada versus Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom Night One, Jay versus Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom Night Two, and Osprey versus Shingo from Dontaku Night Two. So this year for our match of the year, before I do, can I, can we have a moment of appreciation for me spending my whole fucking afternoon doing data entry to <laughs> compile all these results? Because it's really painstaking. I've got to open up the, the Google Forms and put the, the cursor over each of the bars to see how many people have voted and then type it manually into another spreadsheet and then do that three times for each one because there's the first place, second place and third place votes. And when it's for stuff like, favorite wrestler and match oh, of the year okay, where there's everybody. like 30 fucking pieces of entry of data there and then you know three times it was a lot joel i appreciate you i appreciate everything you do for this show dare i say i love you thank you for all your hard work you let's let's knock it on the head there i think that's enough for today no, we're done we're out <laughs> no, i tease i tease oh, i kid all right Matt. Yeah, so fifth place was Naito versus Osprey from the Grade One Climax. Fourth place, Naito versus Osprey again, the Battle Autumn Osaka match. Third place, Aussie Open versus FTR from Royal Quest Two Day One. Second place, Okada versus Osprey Wrestle Kingdom Night Two, and first place, Okada versus Osprey G One Climax mm-hmm. Final. Now that is pretty remarkable. So for the top five, we have four Will Osprey matches. And then just the, the symmetry of it with Naito Osprey, Naito Osprey, and then Okada Osprey, Okada Osprey at the top. I mean, that is, uh, and sixth, sixth place, Osprey Zach. So from the top six, we have five Will Osprey. That's matches. incredible. That's incredible. I mean, you would think the guy would have an off night, <laughs> you know? Like, he doesn't miss. Like when, I, I, and I feel like I'm kind of, using up some of my ammo for the next category, but when do you ever have, at least in you know the last two years, Will Ospreay having a match and you're going, oh, I sort of shat the bed there or, or he's phoned it in there or that one didn't quite land. It just, it just does not happen. It's just banger after banger after banger. Yeah, it's an amazing run he's on. Um, 
And here's the thing. Like, you you might not appreciate his style or you might think it's a little too – and he's not a flippy guy anymore, which is – that means he's not the same guy who wrestled Ricochet in, you know, Best of the Super Juniors. Like, that's that, – that, that, that ship has sailed. What – like – I mean, think about that. You, you cannot fault the work no. rate. There's like the sheer effort. Yeah. He is a guy that never phones it in. Like, not even during, like, do you even think like during tag matches? <sighs> I mean, listen, we should be. And, and for the most part in front of clap. Right. This, this, this dude is out there just killing himself in front of. Yeah. You know what? I, and I said this, I asked Kevin this when he was on the show, and I was like, is this one of the greatest runs? And I think it's a, a somewhat underappreciated run this, this, this guy is on. You know, like, it's an amazing run. It's an amazing run. Mm. Unbelievable. I rewatched a lot. I, I was, I, see, when I've done my top 10 matches of Voices of Wrestling, I struggled to, pick between these pairs of matches, so the Naito Osprey pair and the Okada Osprey pair. And, you know, there's a, a danger of them sort of cannibalizing each other in terms of getting shares of the votes. And I didn't want to watch all four of the matches in, in entirely because it didn't have time. So I just watched like the last 10 minutes of each of them to see which one had like the most bitching closing <laughs> stretch, which is quite fun actually going back and watching it. So I had the, in terms of Okada Osprey, I had the Wrestle Kingdom match a shade above the G1 match. Both of them incredible. They were my one and two. So my, my top match was Okada Osprey Wrestle Kingdom, second Okada Osprey G1. And my third match was Naito Osprey. I went for the G1 match over the Battle mm. Order match. Uh, but so it's, it's just interesting hearing people discuss between these pairs of matches that they, they don't really seem to have cannibalized each other at all. I think the, these are pairs of matches that really stand up on their own merit and people are showing love and appreciation for them. Uh, in, in a way that sort of respects the matches for what they were rather than people being like, okay, well, I voted for one Okada Osprey match. I'm not going to vote for another one. I agree. And I struggled with that because when I did my Voices of Wrestling one, trust me, there were a lot of fucking Will Osprey on there. And I kind of felt like, okay, I mean, do I, do I go with my heart or do I go with try and be a little bit more diversified in my picks? Uh, and and I think that's where people make mistakes. Like I I don't want to be I I don't care if if it looks undiversified in the sense of I don't have a Noah match in there and I don't have a I don't know a fucking Basara match in there and I don't have a you know whatever. Um, <laughs> David, you know what I put as my uh, number nine match in that no. top ten. Show versus Taguchi, the oh. match with the banana hidden. <laughs> Did you really? You're going to get your votes yeah. taken away. You're your votes taken away. And my, my number 10 yeah. match was uh, Bad Dude Tito against Minoru wow. Suzuki. Wow, really? The first, the first... Which, the yeah. first cheering match, yes. Okay. I don't think I have... Yeah, someone needs to take my ballot away from me. I, I cannot be trusted with this. <laughs> Listen, you know, when I was, when I was young and dumb, um, and I could vote, like, I always voted for, like... The weird, like the green grass party or whatever, or the uh, you know the you know 
the burrito only part. I don't know. I'm making these things up just because they would do the results in the newspaper and I would get a newspaper the next day and I just wanted to see that one vote was me. <laughs> I always knew it was me. I felt a sense of like, ah, that was me. Yes. Yeah, that is me with the Voices of Wrestling thing. When the, the Sadness Village, they call it, with all the ones that got like no votes because uh, yeah. idiots like me vote for him. But just for the record, I'll read my okay. top 10. So 10th was uh, Suzuki versus Bad DT. Oh, ninth was Taguchi versus Show. 8th, I went for Juice versus Finney in the G1. 7th, Ishii versus Ren in the first round of the TV title tournament. Sixth, this is the text is very tiny, so I was struggling to read it here. Uh, sixth, I went for Taichi versus Shingo, the 30 count match. Fifth, uh, Despi and Wato against Hiromu and Ishimori, so that incredible tag match from uh, Battle Autumn. Fourth, I went for ELP versus Robbie Eagles, which I think is a match that a lot of people yeah, got, lost. got yeah. but it was fucking incredible. Like, it was absolutely rocking in that building. Uh, third, Naito Osprey G1. Second, Okada Osprey G1. And first, Okada Osprey Wrestle Kingdom. So that was my top wow. 10. My, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember my, my voice is wrestling top 10, but uh, I do know that my top three was like, uh, I think it was the G1 Osprey Okada. And then the second one, and I don't know if you saw this, but I thought it was really good and, and creative in, in a way that, um, not, you know, this match type has been around for decades. And I just felt like they put a completely, not a completely new spin, but a, a, a very cool spin on it was that Briscoe's, um, FTR chain match. I thought that was. Yeah, um, that was great. I, I really enjoyed that. The whole yeah. trilogy they had was. Fantastic. I thought that was unbelievable, that match. Uh, just, just chaotic. Um, and then I went Wrestle Kingdom, Will. Uh, but like, if I went through my top 10, I, I guarantee I had six, at least six Will Ospreay on there. Um, which again, I, I can't really think of another time when that occurred. Maybe Okada, I did that for, for, but, uh, I think that, I think it's fair to say that this is one of those magical runs and it should go down in wrestling history. Yeah, totally agree. And I'm sorry, but in my opinion, uh, FTR and the Briscoes murdering each other, just pissing blood everywhere. Referee <laughs> getting a blade job as well. Not as good as Ryusuke Takuchi with a banana in a little bag, <laughs> unfortunately. So there you go. That, that is my final assessment on that. Oh, hey, I should actually, I want to mention something here. In ninth place for our match of the year poll was Mayu Iwatani versus Kairi from Historic Crossover. Yeah. So, First time member, we got a women's match in the top 10 of our match of the year, New Japan poll, which is love pretty it, cool. Love it. And I'm sure that will change too. I'm sure that that will continue to rise as, you know, as we see more stardom participation on New Japan shows and vice versa. Yeah, and the, the money starts. <laughs> she has backstage heat. She has backstage heat right now. <laughs> Come on. God, I'm waiting. All right, uh, rest of the year. So last year, fifth place was Kajichika Okada, fourth place Jeff Cobb, third place El Desperado, second place Zack Sabre Jr., and first place Shingo Takagi. This year, fifth place Tetsuya Naito, fourth place Zack Sabre Jr., third place El Desperado, wow. again, uh, second place Kazuchika Okada, and first place Will Ospreay uh, by a landslide. It was not close at all. So, I mean, no surprise there that Ospreay winning the rest of the year, but in a way, I think the more interesting takeaway here is Espy in third place amongst these you know, literal heavyweights and, and superstars, and this guy's 
right up there with them. Yes. Uh, and I think the fact that he had a blow away uh, year as a junior kind of – you have to look at that and be like, okay, well, he, if he's the top junior of the year, I mean, where would he go in when it comes to complete and total wrestler of the year? But he wasn't even really featured no. that heavily, though, No, was he? he was not. That's, that's the thing. Like, he, he he lost the junior title to Ishimori fairly early on, if I remember correctly. And he's done a lot of very different stuff, a lot of tag stuff. Uh, but in spite of that, still manages to have a, a fantastic year and still remain incredibly popular, despite not really being in the mix for the uh, junior title for the moment. Now, part. let me ask you this. How much did his participation on those outside shows sway into the factor? Because, if we're being fair, I did not consider Aussie Open when it came to uh, like the AEW stuff or anything like that. Um, is that is that a fair? No, that shouldn't count. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, the JTO stuff, the Takataichi stuff should not count. Okay. But I mean, yeah, if you if you take that out, does that sway the votes? Does it does it stand up? I'd have to get cage match up and see what it looked like. Let's take a look. Because I think it's important. It's a very interesting competition. A lot of people didn't actually realize that cage match being the German website. You know when it says like tag one, tag two, tag three. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's German for day. So it's just day one, day two. People are thinking, why are they, why are they saying tag? It's not a tag match. But no, you know, it's German. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Match match Please. guide. And let's click the little plus And let's put in the year 2022. And submit. And now we will sort mm-hmm. them by cage match racing. Good. So we'll look at some of the outstanding matches. Okay, so his top match was the Junkasai match, which should not should count. Should not count, but I think, it, I think it played a factor. I'm just going to say it again. All right, here's okay. Here's what we got for New Japan. So the Suzuki Gun goodbye match. Okay. The uh, singles match with Okada. Was that the anniversary show? I think. Or yeah, it had to be the anniversary start show. Start the New yeah. Japan Cup. Might be both. The Hiromu singles match from June, which I don't remember. Was that the Super Juniors final? It's terrible that I can't remember that. It must be the Super Juniors final. There was the John Moxley match, the no DQ mm-hmm. match. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got Robbie Eagles match here. We got the incredible tag match, the El Lindemann match. That was very, yeah. very good. The Doki match. Uh, we've got another Hiroma match here from uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And yeah, then, then we're sort of getting into the weeds right. of tag uh, and best yeah. super juniors. But what do you think? There's it's a very diverse profile there because we've got you know eight man tag match with the Suzuki good stuff. We've got singles matches against heavyweights like Okada and Moxley, you know, a bit of a bit of death match sprinkled in there, the Moxley match as well. And then some quality singles junior matches, top tier stuff with, you know, Robbie and Hiromu and Lindemann. And then also, this is not in the top 10, but the, uh, as mentioned before, that forbidden door match with uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Mm. I thought that was fantastic as well. So I think even if you take out the two prominent Takataichi Despite still gets the nuts, yeah. Still win a hell of a year. Yep. So, so, uh, and again, maybe some people kind of, look, I know we are somewhat fuzzy on, okay, is this a New Japan show? Is this not a New Japan show? Can you count this in there? Count that in Okay. And you can make the same argument in some cases to like with Will, you know, uh, working Rev Pro shows and stuff like that. 
that being said, will hands down. I mean, that's this. At least you could talk about it if you remove that match. Would he still be that guy? And and I think so. I absolutely think so. I I still think he's the best junior. Yeah, the best year. Um. So yeah, I mean, I like. I like the fact that if you're a junior and you win that category, you got to be in the conversation of wrestler of the year. And people have voted that way. Third place is that is nothing to sneeze at. So excellent job, uh, Okada. Second, you said. Yes, Okada had, had a had. There was a point in the year where I thought they were kind of neck and neck, but I think in the back end yeah. of the year, Osprey left Okada in. The That's dirt. why I always love the conversation pre. G1, post G1. It, it really, there, it, post G1 makes the most, uh, I think maybe because it's fresher, maybe because, you know, recency bias, maybe, I don't know, but it does seem like, like what matters most is this, is post G1 as opposed to pre G1. Yeah. So congrats to Will Ospreay for winning our rest of the year award. Very prestigious. Um, so it looks like he's going to have a pretty quiet 2023. Just going to take it easy, yeah. <laughs> chill out, and enjoy the plaudits of uh, 2022. Well, I hope so because, I mean, I know everybody says it, but man, that, that that's his his going a thousand percent. And you know, a lot of those guys don't know any other way. I got I'm going a thousand percent. It's it can shave it could shave months and years off a career. So. Just like Arsenal. Let's enjoy it while we can. Absolutely. Uh, another thing we will be hopefully enjoying is Wrestle Kingdom nope. 17 in Yokohama Arena, which will be taking place this Saturday, January 21st at the Yokohama Arena. This is a cheering show, which is exciting, and it will be on pay-per-view. I think it's about 30 bucks on New Japan World. What do you think of that? Are you going to be paying for that, or are you going to wait for it to come up on World for free? Um, well, I'm not going to wake up early. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Um, so then the likelihood of me buying it is, is probably low. Um, I, I, I gotta be honest with you. And I, and I understand the ramifications between the two businesses and I don't like this pay-per-view bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. It just doesn't fly well with me in the sense that you want me to drop another 30 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever it is. And to some people, that's like, okay, cool. You know, it's my entertainment. You know, that's what I enjoy. I have no problem paying for it. Nor do I to a certain degree. I mean, like, where, where does it stop? <laughs> I guess if we're going to continue to do a lot of these partnerships, when does it, when does it stop? Um, do you think this show, I ask you, Joel, five or six, maybe even nine or ten drinks in, are you going to pay for this? Go ahead. Gun to your head. Super J-Cast. Gun to your head. I've got no money left. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. It's after Christmas. Right. And- uh, I think I've just spent my last bit of money on that fancy pizza I had tonight. <laughs> now you're broke. You're going to lose <laughs> your house. Your house hours, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get the pepperoni. Fuck the house. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that that's a consideration. Look, I just think in this day and age where information and uh, zeros and one traveling through the pipeline of the internet uh, can be uh, obtained rather quickly. Um, now, I'm not saying I'm not promoting that. I'm not. Uh, I'm just saying the, the reality of it. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my favorite female wrestler, Kyrie, the pirate princess. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the subtlety of that was <laughs> fantastic. Um, I don't know. You should, that should be the gimmick. Just like get rid of the, you know, the steering wheel and the skull and crossbones hat and everything. Just come out with a laptop. <laughs> right. <laughs> using my VPN, just like tapping away on right, the, right. with an external hard disk right. full of <laughs> illegally downloaded media. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, she's, she's, she's uploading GIFs. Um, they get taken down immediately. Um, look. Did you see what happened to me on no, Twitter? No, what happened to you on Twitter? What did you do? So I, I was re-watching the uh, Osprey Omega match and there was a really cool moment where they had a shot of the United Empire guys ringside. So it was uh, Akira and Hinari and TJP and uh, Great Okan all in a row, just like shouting at Osprey, willing him to, to get back in the ring on mm-hmm. 20 count. So I just put a still image of that. And said, oh, this is really cool. That added emotion to the match. And I got a DMCA takedown from TV Asahi for an image. And I know they've done it before. I know they've been doing it for a while, but it's, it's just staggering. Like it's one thing to take down. If someone's uploading a video of like the closing stretch or the finish of a match like that, I still disagree with it, but I can kind of be like, well, I can see where they're coming from. But a still image of five guys standing at ringside ringside who were not even in the match. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's ours. You can't have that. I, I speculate. Maybe they're worried about someone uploading the entire match but in still image form in like a giant tweet like flip really quickly <laughs> <laughs> yes oh they stink on ice i'm sorry fucking uh i mean they just do more things to shoot themselves in the fucking foot unbelievable what a bunch of boobs just boobs did they say I, I'm going to jump, go, go way ahead here, so that we had some questions later on. Uh, I'm going to scroll down and find them. Uh, so Cactus Max says, "What is your biggest wish for New Japan in 2023?" Is that fucking sort out this absolute nonsense from TV Asahi DMCAing everything because it is insane. It is, it is absolutely. Ridiculous. It does more harm than what you think you're protecting. It does. Uh, let me repeat that, you knuckleheads. You fucking donuts. It does more harm than good. I know you're trying to protect your intellectual property. I get it. You are a dinosaur, a boob. Whoever's making this decision should be uh, removed immediately because it is hurting the, the, the company, hurting the company. This is what builds a fan base. This is what builds passion for your product. This is what helps you make more money. But you got some fucking turd that's hopping on every. Oh, take, take, take this down. Take this down. Take this. Oh, that's up. Shut up. We're trying to grow a product here, you fucking numbskull. 
Oh, it, that, that, you know, that drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. You know what it is? It drives me nuts that I, we've been doing this for fucking three years during a pandemic, supporting a company that can't get out of their own fucking way when it comes to this shit. They can't get out of their own fucking way. We sit here and do a show. We talked about empty buildings, no claps. Fuck that. We had Kevin Kelly on here saying, oh, my God, what a fucking – I can't believe how preposterous it is. We're, come on. Can somebody have a fucking brain? Jesus Christ. Haven't had one of them in a while. Good. So, no, don't 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 pay for this fucking You know what? Don't. You. Teach them a lesson. Teach them a lesson. Don't buy it. No, man, you know what? Although, I might, I may have my wires for us. I don't know if this is necessary. If you don't pay for this, it's necessarily going to hurt TVSI. I will find right, out. Right. Find out what, what is, what is going to get Okay, but I will say this. this is I will say this. There are people in both companies that could probably use you buying it. <laughs> you know? Uh, look. Everybody hates the big suits. Everybody hates the big fat cats in Washington. Everyone hates the, the, the guy owning Twitter or, you know, spending money to shoot rockets and the fuck. Right. Okay. Great. Everybody hates that. I feel bad for the guy hustling, you know, I don't know, fucking putting up chairs or I don't know, put up, you know, lighting rigs or driving the fucking truck. You know, that's who I feel sorry for. So, like, in in a way, I'm kind of like, fuck them. If it hurts TV, we're good. But then in another way, I'm like, it goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than that. But do what you want to do. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your fucking money. But it just pisses me off that this company, especially in in this, just can't get out of their own fucking way. And the wrestlers agree. Guess what? The wrestlers agree. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. All right. Okay, so before I start going through this card and talking about predictions, yeah. before we get carried away, I will give the same warning that I gave last time we discussed this with a reminder that on this show last year, the only guys, the only New Japan guys who were jobbed, who were staring at the lights, were Geno, Dick Togo, Takamichi Noku, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. And you know, some of those we're generously calling New Japan wrestlers. So I would just don't get too excited about thinking, oh, maybe this guy could lose and set up a program with Noah and get his win back. Because I think we have to call it what it is and say that this partnership, New Japan, clearly looks at Noah as an inferior partner, as a junior partner, correct? Um yeah, yes. Let's, I mean, all things considered, yes. Uh, which is probably not the best way to look at it. And from a fan perspective, it, it, it is somewhat disappointing because there are plenty of things that could possibly happen. But yes, this is a perfect example of a show where people can get carried away with a lot of dream scenarios and fantasy booking. When in reality and history has shown that it doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't always work out that way. And, and it, now here's the thing. If, and this is a big fucking if, if this show is the beginning of more with them, then okay, the possibility is there. 
it is my understanding, and I think it's, I don't want to speak for you, Joel, but this is a one-off show. This is not a partnership. We're building programs to have them intertwined in new, I don't see it as this. I see it as a one-off show. Um, so yeah, I mean, you look at the, well, let's put it this way. You go up and down that line. We will go up and down that lineup. I guarantee you, you can pick out the person who's looking at the lights in every match, in every match. Let's see if we can do it then. So the opening match with a 20-minute time limit is Kosei Fujita and Ryohei Oiwa against Taishi Ozawa and Yasutaka Yano. I think Yano is the most tenured guy in this match, although I think they're all young lines, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Fujita is the key man here because obviously he's just been recruited to TMDK. So this could go two directions. Either Fujita gets the win to get over the fact that this guy has been recruited to the uh, this hot new faction. Or maybe that plays into some sort of discord between him and Oiwa and they end up fighting and that causes them to lose the match. Um, I don't think it's going to go to 20 minute time limit. So yeah, hard, hard one to pick. I'd say uh, Fujita picks up the win. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll say he doesn't. Uh, but uh, his team still winds up getting the win. How about that? Fine. I'll accept that. Opening match two is uh, more young line involvement here. So we've got Oscar Loiber and Tomohiro Ishii against Daiki Inaba and Masa Kitamiya. So Loiber is the least tenured guy. He's the most junior wrestler in the match. So he is probably going to eat a pin here. So I'd say uh, Masa Kitamiya pins Oscar. Um, that, that's fair. I could, I would go that way or you know, yes, to make it simple and not try to overanalyze a match where really it's three young lines. Um, yeah, that sounds perfect. All right, first match then, we have Takashi Sugiura, Satoshi Kojima, Toriyano, and Hiroshi Tanahashi against team of Naomichi Marafuji, Kenta, El Fantasma, and Gedo. Pretty interesting. One of these things is not <laughs> like the others. Right. right. Um, I think it's, I think that's an interesting match, don't you? No. <laughs> okay. I do. Yeah, sorry. I had myself okay. on mute because Mali is sending me photos of some pee that looks like it's leaked out the bottom of the oh. toilet and she without directly saying it seems to be insinuating oh, oh. you misfired <laughs> <laughs> that is an accusation no it's not even that no i'm look i'm gonna send you the all picture, right and you tell me is is this even physically okay possible let's see for me let's see you and your pp your miss aimed pp now i will say this you you're familiar with the uh concept of uh turtling Mm-hmm. No. Okay. You know how like your your cock will kind of fold in a little bit, you know? <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And if you're like drunk or you're kind of like tired or whatever and you forget to unravel and it's not foreskin, it's just, you know, you're just kind of kind of unfurl a little bit. Uh you do have a possibility of misdirecting. Oh, this is definitely you, dude. Okay, let me ask you this. But how? how is okay, that well, even let me. I'll, I'll sh- I'm going to share with you how it happened. Were you sitting down? No. You sure? What sitting down? Yeah. To well, pee? I mean, I don't know what else you're doing. <laughs> you know, listen, you got a loose colon, from what I hear. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Right. 
so if you were sitting down, that could happen where you're, you don't tuck in all the way and it's between the seat and the bowl and that's where it's coming out, right? That's, that's the, now. Yeah, but there's no evidence of anything trickling down from the bowl. It looks like something's leaked from it look uh, this is this is worse than the bullet club image discussion. by the way you have the same exact uh little rug thing that i have in my bathroom right now i yeah. swear to god it's the same one we're, rug, uh, we're brothers. rug brothers dude we're fucking rug brothers yeah it's the same one i'll take a picture of that <laughs> sounds quite dirty doesn't it <laughs> um now how are the kids with the potty training uh, S is doing okay. great. She's, she's doing tremendous work. Okay. Yeah. Do you think there was a little misfire there? Possibly. Well, she says she's because again, what I'm saying is, is that this looks to me. I would want to look at the bowl itself, like the underneath of the bowl, and see if it's if it ran down because it doesn't look like it was a direct fire on the floor. It looks like it. It. You're right. It did leak, but there's nothing, no indication that it is leaking from the toilet. What's going on, guys? This is Rich from the Flagship Podcast here on the Voice of Wrestling Podcast Network. And I just want to let you know about a brand new sponsor we have for the network. It's Eufy. And let me tell you a little bit about their newest product, the Eufy Video Smart E330. This isn't your everyday smart lock. This is a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell offering triple the security and triple the convenience. Instead of loading up your door with a bunch of different devices, you install one, and it takes care of everything in a complete package. It's not just about the home security, though. The Eufy Video Smart Lock E330 is also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. You can let each member of your family get a password. You can monitor their movement in and out of the house. You can keep an eye on your packages. You can check in on your house while you're away. There is so much you can do with this product. Best of all, it is easy to install and set up. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. Leave that drill in the toolbox. The Eufy has keyless entry, a 0.3 second fingerprint recognition, a rechargeable battery with a four-month lifespan, two-way audio from the lock, enhanced night vision, 24-7 customer support, and you'll love this, none of those pesky monthly fees. Eufy sent me a Smart Lock 330, and I've loved it so far. It allows me peace of mind when I'm at work or when I'm away on one of my patented vacations. Plus, it helps me keep track of deliveries to the house, saves me a trip back to the car if I just need to run in for something and I forgot my keys, and the two-way audio system works well for those unwanted guests at my front door. No, I do not need new siding or windows or a roof. Thank you, though. You can simply tell them you aren't interested from the comfort of your couch. Now, are you ready to ditch the others and join the Eufy revolution? Of course you are. Get started today by searching Eufy Video Lock on your search engine of choice. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can finally, once and for all, gain complete control of your door. Once again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock ufiofficial.com slash video lock and we thank them for sponsoring the voice wrestling podcast network what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co it looks like it might have leaked from the shower Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't really notice that. There is an over on the other side, too. Hmm. 
Should we, should we stop the podcast? Yeah, we need to investigate this. This is Urinegate. I'm still fascinated that you have the same drug as me. Super P-Cast. The P-P-Cast. Super P-Cast. Ah, oh, P. I, I don't know. We are literally taking the piss. Ah. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry. sorry. That's all right. Uh, uh, Ghetto's eating a pin. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting peed on. <laughs> I suppose Yano could eat a pin, but yeah. no, get Ghetto's. Get it's Come on. Second match, uh, singles match, we've got El Desperado versus Yohei. Uh, there is no way Despi's losing this. So uh, Despi pins Yohei. Right. It's a Despi win. There's no way? No okay. way. You're saying, you're saying 100%. All right. Yeah. Would you like to bet? Or stake my, my reputation. All right. Do you want to bet? For this one. Yeah? <sighs> Carl Anderson t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cover all this. All right, I think you're right though. Okay, just playing devil's advocate. Okay, third match is Master Wato, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Tiger Mask against the team of Alejandro, mm-hmm. Junta Miyawaka, and Amakusa. Now, I think this is a no win because all three of these guys, according to my research and my lovely friends at the Discord helping me with this, they're all getting pushed to some extent. So Junta has just got back from the excursion and has a title shot coming up. Amakusa is their junior champion, and Alejandro is being pushed sort of a bit. Not exactly protected. Could possibly eat a pin here, but I think Tiger Mask is more likely. Yeah, there. so I'll I say think so. Amakusa yeah. probably pick, pinning Tiger Mask. I think you're right on that one. I mean, again, it's just... Look, it does feel rather simplistic of, you know, the way that these matches are constructed. It's like, oh, crap. All right, so I just want to say right now, as of right now, I am not paying thirty dollars for this. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> As this card is right now, there's no way I'm spending thirty dollars on this. Okay, got it. If they put Mohammed Yone on oh. the card, then then we'd be talking. But uh, as it is, no, no deal. All right, fourth match. Then we have got Togi Makabe and Kazuchika Okada versus Yoshiki Inamura and Kaito Kiyomiya. So this one's quite tricky. It could be Makabe eating a pin here, but. Inamura, he's an interesting one. He's the one to watch here because apparently he jobs a lot to the uh, chagrin of fans. So the fans seem very keen on him and quite frustrated with the way he's been booked. You may remember uh, seeing footage of him giving Kenta an absolute beating mm. last year uh, in quite a, a dangerous-looking style. Uh, Makabe said he was impressed by him. They had a little encounter afterwards and uh, told him to come to New Japan for what it's worth. So he should probably pin Token Makabe here but it's just as likely that he's going to end up eating a Rainmaker. But I will say it's a, a win for the... No, it's, I don't know. Is Okada going to be on the losing side? On a Wrestle, on a Wrestle Kingdom the, branded the show? Yeah. Nice. Inamura is eating a Rainmaker, I isn't think he? So. I mean, again, this is a Wrestle Kingdom branded show. I mean, and again, I know that there are people who love the Noah, love it, love Noah. Uh, and I, we're not here to like shit on that by any stretch. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, you're just looking at the fucking show, the way it's built. Like if I was a Noah fan, yeah. I would be kind of like, Ugh, why are we doing this? You know, why, why, why the fuck are we doing this? <sighs> All right. Got it. I'm sorry. Yeah. The New Japan don't play. No, nice. they don't. They don't no. play nice when it comes to 
this sort of stuff. Although, you know, having said that, they did let the Strong Hearts guys get a lot of rub last year. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, right, let's move on to the fifth match. So this is the start of the Los Ingobernables de Japón versus Congo five singles matches. Where we have Bushi versus Tadasuke. So Tadasuke is a guy who, again, according to our Discord friends, he floats around and sort of gets heated for belt shots when needed. Fairly low tier. Not exactly a jobber. But if we're trying to pick out likely winners in this series, he is one of them. I, again, Bushi is not, he's not a jobber by any means. I mean, he does lose matches, but it's to, I don't want to say top guys, but like, for example, Wrestle Kingdom, he was eating a pin to show to Umino, who is, you know, very, a blue chip prospect. So it's not exactly like Bushi is out there getting pinned willy nilly. So. Right. I'm kind of leaning towards there being some sort of schmoz finish, you know, a Heyman special where it gets all screwy and then it sort of bleeds into the next match and Hiromu and really? like, We're okay. running out. But, um, I mean, why We're not? Doing... This, one, this one's quite hard to We're call. doing Vader in Buddha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fans riot. Flinging the flaming cushions, yeah. Um, I, I think of all those singles matches, though, Joel, like which one... Of them, I mean, listen, but that's right. There's no way Los Ingobernables is going five and zero, right? I don't know. Really, like, that would not. Shock if there's me. going to be anybody yeah. that takes a fucking pinfall, it's going to be Bushi. You sure. know what I mean? Like of any one of those guys, yes, he's he's the most yeah. likely. Yes, so I'll I'll say he takes the fall there. All right, fine. Uh, sixth match is Hiromi Takahashi against Hajime Ohara. Uh, Ohara apparently is a jobber and uh, a woman beater. Oh, so no. Like a, a very unsavory character, yeah. So, well, that notwithstanding, it's uh, a definite guaranteed win for Hiromu here. Hiromu's not losing Yeah, that. no. Yeah. No. Uh, seventh match, then, is Sanada versus Manabu Soya. So, the only wrinkle to this one is Soya has a, a title challenge coming up for the Red Belt in February. So, whether or not he can remain protective for that against Sonada. Again, I don't think Sonada is a guy who New Japan will want to eat a pin here. So it wouldn't stun me if Sawyer gets the win. But if you're asking me to pick, I'm picking Sonada. Yeah. I mean, look, I I find it hard to swallow that it would be like one for four. You know, for I, I would hope it would be a little bit more balanced. And to me, the one guy that is... Besides Bushi, of course, that could possibly pick up that. You know what, though? Naito. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking myself into it. Sonata. You know what? I'll go against the green. Why not? Let's make it fucking interesting. I'll say Sonata loses. Okay. Uh, eighth match is Shingo Takagi versus Katsuhiko Nakajima. So, be- I mean, Nakajima. Yeah, terrific wrestler. He kicks people really hard. Um, although, again, going by the words of the Nerf fans on my Discord, jobber to the stars. Shingo's got a title match coming up. Uh, so I think there's zero chance Shingo loses this one. Yeah, I think it's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. But I think the match will fucking... Like, like if we're talking $30 being dropped, that's going to be my draw. You know what I mean? Well, even the main event. Yes. I, I, when they first started talking about New Japan and Noah partnerships... When they announced the show last year, this is the sort of match that people right. wanted. Yes, um, it'll be great. But I, I got to be honest with you, like there's maybe like two matches that I'm like totally into, and this would be one of them. 
And the other one is match nine, the main event, Tetsuya Naito versus Keno. Now, this one is quite an interesting one. It could be a draw, right? Let's keep in mind there's 30 minute time limit here. I do think a Keno win would be the most interesting outcome. So Naito could potentially go and get his win back, maybe on a Noah show. But I'll say again, Ghetto, Dick Togo, Taka, Kanemaru. I would be very surprised if New Japan are signing off on ending a Wrestle Kingdom show <laughs> as I say this, with Naito eating a pin. Uh, they, they do like to end Wrestle Kingdom shows that way. But uh, Naito eating a pin to a promotion that I, I think they view as below them, that would surprise me. So, you know, if I've got creative control here, I think a Kenner would, would be very interesting. Do I think it's going to happen? I, I'm leaning towards a time limit draw here. Um, I, I, I just... It would be cool. Like, here's the thing. I'm rooting for for, for uh, Keno. I am. <laughs> like, because because if that does happen, then you know this somehow continues. There, there, they they thought it out. Um, I, but pff, honestly, I think. What do you think? Forty percent chance that happening. Yeah, it's unlikely. Yeah. I'd say okay, forty percent the Keno win. Uh, what, what's your take on the draw? How likely do you think the 30-minute draw is? Keno and uh, Naito closing out a show with a draw. I don't know. I don't see that. Is that a rubbish way to end the yeah, Wrestle Kingdom a show? A little bit. Yeah. But, 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 you do... I mean, that, that does lend itself to a rematch. Um... I don't know. I I somehow see Naito winning, uh, which uh, which strangely, because here's the thing: how would you like like a like a Los Ingobernables? I don't want to say invasion, but maybe they spend a little time in Noah, like Suzuki Goon did. Would you have a problem with that? Not really. I Me mean, neither. New Japan's roster is so big at the moment. But the only thing I would keep an eye on is the fact that Naito has this Shota Umino match coming up. Okay. And I don't know how that fact plays into this. So I'm not sure why I've brought it up. <laughs> what? What did you do? I'm not sure what the relevance of that oh. is. I don't know why I said oh, that's that. Right. I'm not sure what... Why have I talked about Naito versus Shota Umino? Because he doesn't need to be protected no. for that. He could lose that and go into the Shota Umino match and it, no one no would care. Naito is Teflon. So give me your prediction. You said time it's a bit it. like a penalty shootout, isn't yeah. it? Um, uh, we laid all the facts uh, on the table. This is really difficult. Yeah, let's go time. All right. I'm going to say uh, Naito gets his hand raised in victory. Skunk says, have they taken Naito off the burner so long that he's gone cold? I would love a long Naito push in 2023, but I feel he's almost become an afterthought at this point. And no, I think he's better than a feature match at Wrestle Kingdom 1792. I I think we've all said it to a certain degree where he's a guy who... I will say this. I think the window is closing rather quickly on him being the guy. 
And I think that his time as the guy was maybe one of New Japan's biggest blunders. Like, I feel like... The more I see uh, this Will Ospreay situation emerging with him in this little triangle thing with Okada and Kenny, I get, yeah, I see that, exactly as you said, that window for Naito to get his big Wrestle Kingdom moment again. It's it's closing. It is, it is closing. closing. And I think that even when he was, in everyone's eyes, the guy, they missed. They missed. They 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 did not pull the trigger. And and again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, they didn't pull the trigger. Now, let's let's also keep in mind during that same time, if they pulled the trigger on Naito, would we get like Kenny and Omega or Ke- Kenny and Omega? Jesus Christ, Kenny and Okada. You know, would we have a lot of? Th- I don't know. Like like that 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 like if they went with Naito. For a longer period of time than they did. Twice. <laughs> um, I don't know. Would things be different? Would, would things have been different? I don't know. Tough to say, but tell you what, they should, they shouldn't have had him lose the title to Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom, whatever it was, 15? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a misstep. I think that was a misstep. And again, that building, I, I, I'll go to my grave saying it. That building wanted Naito to be Okada so bad they could taste it. And when that didn't happen, boy, oh boy, yeah. was that a fart in church or what? I will say this as well. Like I don't when, when I say the window's closing, this is not out of me saying that. Oh, Naito's broken down because I mean, you look at our rest of the year, match of the year. He's in the mix. He is. Yeah, he's he's killing it, right? And he is a guy that. Now, well, for the last year or two, has been a guy that you plug into a to be a top challenger for the top tippy top guys. But you know, you have your Osprey Naito program, we have your Okada Naito program, and they're going to deliver just fantastic top tier main events. But he he's not going to win. He's not a guy that's going to walk away winning those titles. So, still very much a guy that is being heavily relied on for high profile main events where they need to sell tickets, but. Again, just I, I don't have faith in the company that they have anything penciled in at Wrestle Kingdoms in the next three years. We're like, this is the one where Naito's going to get his moment again. I, I do fear that yeah. they've done that. Yep, now. I do too. Unfortunately, I do too. And, I, and again, hindsight being twenty twenty, I think they, I think they missed. And, and here's the thing: they could have done everything that, you know, they could have done everything to to, to give you what we got. And just done it a little bit more creatively, but yeah, kind of, kind of sad to think about if you really want to. <laughs> like, if you really want to get yourself down in the dumps, just think about what that guy has done for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the, I don't know if the juice was worth the squeeze, if you will. Maybe we should rename the unsung awards the Tetsuya Naito Memorial. <laughs> He's not dead. He's perpetually unsung. All right. Uh, Louis says, not for nothing, but this New Japan Noah upcoming has me thinking about watching oh. Noah. If that's the goal of the shows every year, my question is, will this New Japan Noah collaboration continue every year? Uh, don't know. Honestly, I mean, I think it, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I think I would like to see a little bit more balance. I don't want to see 
New Japan guys going over, you know, eight out of ten matches. I don't want to say it. Um, I hope it does drive. Do you think uh, the the official moving over to No might have been a little sweetener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be well. I want all pro wrestling to be, you know, thriving. I do. And if you are if you are on the fence of of getting into Noah, please do it because because it might become your favorite promotion. Go for it. But and you, Keiji Muto is going to stop wrestling for them this year, so there's <laughs> another benefit why you should, should try get into them as well. Right. I will say this: at the very least, having these singles matches organized shows that there's been some progress in the relationship. So that's a good sign, moving in the right direction. And listen, and and maybe we are dead wrong. And maybe they shock us and holy fuck, boy, they turned the world upside down. Maybe. I, I, just, I don't think, yeah, the Japanese fans are into this. The tickets sell yes. well. I, I think maybe this is something that is, you know, doesn't quite land with casual Western fans like us, filthy casuals. But for the, you know, the domestic audience, the core audience, this is something they're very much The into. building is, is, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if it's sold out, but it's darn near, right? Okay. Yes, yes. So, yeah, there's interest. And I think... That's that's a good thing. And if and if this does get extra eyeballs on a product, I'm all for it. Buy the fucking thing. Spend your money. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I'm I'm me personally, I'm into two matches. I'm into two matches. Now, the very next day after that show, we begin the new beginning in Nagoya. That's a cheering event. So this is Sunday, January 22nd. In Aichi. Now, I don't know when we're going to record next because if we record Saturday night as usual, you almost certainly would not have seen that Noah show. And then the next day, we're going to get New Beginning in Nagoya. So we'll have to have a conversation about when the next show will be. But this is very much a, a one match card. So we've got Yano and Makabe against Oscar and Yuta Nakashima. Second match, Honma, Narita, Despi, and Suzuki against Dick Togo, Sho, Yujiro, and Evil. Third match, we got Oiwa, Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto against Fujita, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Zack. So it looks like maybe a little feud brewing between Oiwa and Fujita there. Fourth match, we got Jado, Wato, Tanahashi against Ishimori, Fantasmo, and Kenta. Fifth match, Akira, TJP, Hinari, and Osprey against Taka, Doki, Kanemaru, and Taichi. Sixth match, Yo, Taguchi, Shota, Umino, and Kuzuchika Okada against Bushi, Hiromi, Sanada, and Naito. I don't know why I bothered reading this out. I should have just said the main event. Main event, the seventh match, provisional KOPW 2023 match is the holder, Shingo Takagi, against the challenger, Great Okan. So here are the stipulations. So Shingo has proposed a Takagi-style 30-count pinfall match. The first total of 30 counts wins, which is exactly the same as the one you had with Taichi last year. So he just copied it. It was like, it was good. So it will be good again. Great Okan has proposed a mixed martial arts match where both competitors will be in a gi and KO, TKO, or submissions mm-hmm. only. Now, if Great Okan's stipulation wins... Shingo must put his IWGP World Heavyweight number one contendership on the line. Oh, yeah, I should mention he's also said it's on the line, or Nakajima said he wants it on the line against him. So, in, in essence, Shingo is defending that IWGP World Championship opportunity. Championship opportunity. He's, he's defending his title shot two nights in a mm. row against mm. Nakajima and then Okan. Uh, there was quite an interesting, a, a fun little press conference between the two of them. The bickering was very fun. Uh, 
<laughs> Okami showing all his trophies and a Sambo trophy that he said was won by Vladimir Putin, <laughs> which was very wow. funny. Uh, he's using the royal we a lot and saying, like, we were born in London in 2018. Our nationality is unclear. It's unknown. So it was very funny. He's got, like, this sort of... I think, was it split personality? I don't know, but it's very funny the way he speaks. Uh, Yiho says, will Okada or Nakajima get the number one contender to challenge Okada? I think no. Now, let's just check in on the, the state of the polls, the Japanese language poll and the YouTube Please. poll. So I am going to vote for the Great Okan stipulation okay. now. And so in the Japan vote, with 21 hours left at the time of recording, Shingo Stip has 38.3% and Great Okan's has 61.7%. Oh. And on the English language one, Shingo's has 43.1% and Great Okan's has 56.9%. So it looks likely that Great Okan's is going to win. So a gi match, they're going to both be wearing their gis with uh, martial arts, mixed martial arts, KO, TKO or submissions only. So thoughts on this? Who do you think is going to win? Um... I don't like this gi mixed martial arts match. I, I thought the other option was much better. And I know we saw it before, but don't you think that's better? I do. I'd, I'd rather see different. something different, mm. to be honest. That's why I voted for Okan. Okay. I have faith in both of them that they will make it. Make it work? Okay. Um, yeah, because Okan is the, he's the creative guy, isn't he? Shingo just sort of goes along with it. And right. does, that definitely does you know more than his some of the parts. and helps make the matches great, but uh, I feel that in terms of the creativity, Okan has been good for it. I mean, didn't he have a... Uh, he had a amateur wrestling match with Yano, didn't he, for this? I thought so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I think, I think he could win Okan. I think he could win that and, and get the title uh, opportunity. I mean, I mean, if we're looking at it logically... Ray Shingo looked like a fucking geek, wouldn't it? Would it? I don't know. He's going back to back defenses. Maybe he gets hurt. Maybe they, he, you know, he wins by the hair of his fucking chinny chin chin. Uh, gets, you know, and gets past Noah Knight, and then he has to go against Okan, and Okan fucking hands him his ass. Why not? Tell you what, that would make the. New Beginning Osaka show, really interesting. If it's Okada versus Great Okan, that would be very tasty. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, listen. I don't think it will yeah. happen, but... It will and Shingo and Okada will be great. So, I mean, even if we lose, we win. Um, but yeah, I mean, why not? Let's, let's get fucking weird. Come on! This is uh, leading into my theory that I think they're not necessarily a new booker, but it feels like there's a new voice in the room doesn't it? Just the, the sort of slight change in direction New Japan seems to have taken over the last, let's say, sort of four or five months. Does it feel different to you? Kind of, sort of. I mean, we talked about this when when we talked about Wrestle Kingdom, um, where guys are, again, I don't want to say taking back seats or anything, but you could see that they they need to do everything in their power to create stars. Look at our, look at our year-end awards. The most important New Japan Awards, there are. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could see it in the way people vote, and you could see it in the way people their their likes and their dislikes and what they want to see. Like, and I think to a certain degree, 
um, the company responds to that. I do. I, I know. Um, that being said, I think, I think they almost have to, right? So having a fresh voice in that room, I think is a positive. It really is. It's me. I'm the fresh voice in the room. I'm the secret booker. Can I call you Kikuchi to Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> I don't know. I just every time I hear Kikuchi, it makes me Kikuchi is one of the greatest words of all time. Funny. I'm not gonna lie. Everything should be a Kikuchi. Kikuchi. Um, Sounds like an insult from the surprise. Yeah. Hey, Kikuchi. <laughs> all right. Um, look. Here's the deal. I gotta go to IKEA soon. Um. We were not getting in the, you got that rug at Ikea, by the way, didn't you? Probably did. And you don't even know it. Should I ask? Mally, you know the, um, the, the rug in the toilet, the gray one, the soft one, where did you buy it from? Mally one? <laughs> what is she, what is she, what is she doing? <laughs> Sorry, heroin or whatever? She, she can't hear me. She's got oh. headphones, but she can't hear me. She doesn't know? She just pushed me away dismissively and said, I'm Oh, busy. really? <laughs> what the fuck are you listening to? Uh, that's more important than your husband asking where you get the rug. Come on. Um, all right, but I got to go to Ikea soon. So. All right, let's, let's, let's crack right. on. All right, I'll try and be all quick right, with the rest right. of the show. All right, so uh, we have also a uh, new beginning in Sapporo coming up Saturday, February 4th in Hokkaido. So the top three matches on this will be the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. So Akira and TJP against Doki and Kanemaru. Special singles match Osprey against Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. And special singles match show to Umino against Tetsuya Naito. So that's pretty yeah, tasty. Well, I, I, Looking you forward to that. Sink your teeth into that. Nice stuff. I like that. Absolutely. Uh, night two for a new beginning of Sapporo, Sunday, February 5th in Hokkaido. So the top matches are sixth match is IWGP Tag Team Championship match with Bishamon, Yoshihashi and Goto being challenged by TMDK, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. Seventh match is our 15 minute time limit New Japan World TV Championship match with Zach defending against Ishii, and main event, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match, Hiromu defending against Sho. That should be cool. I mean, that, that's not bad for new beginning lineups. It's not bad. I think I think both those are pretty yeah. pretty tasty. Uh, then we have new beginning in Osaka, Saturday, February 11th, in the Osaka Prefectural Gym, the Edian Arena, and I think this is a cheering show as well. Uh, notable matches from this, uh, we've got some this is an interesting one. So we've got third match here is Wato against Ishimori. Fourth match is Hiroshi Tanahashi against Kenta. Then fifth match, we got Ren, Despi, and Suzuki against Sho, Yujiro, and Evil. That's a non-title oh. match. So no never six-man titles on the line there. Then our sixth match is the Loser Leave Japan match with Hikolo against Jay White. Seventh match, never openweight championship match, uh, Tamatonga defending against ELP. And then main event, World Heavyweight Championship match, Okada defending against presumably Shingo Takagi. Now, the reason I say it's interesting is there's a lot of bullet club bubbling under there. I'm looking at these singles matches there. We've got Ishimori, we've got Kenta, and then we've got Hikolo against JY, and then we've got Tamatonga against ELP. Now, maybe I've done this plenty of times before where I've looked at a card and said, oh, you know, this is screaming, there's there's an angle coming, there's got to be an angle here, and there rarely is. But does this, just the structure of this show, make it look like there's going to be some sort of bullet club angle going on? 
Yes. Yes. I don't know what it right. is. You know, I can't really elaborate further, but maybe just, it, it, I find it strange that the Loser Leave Japan match is before the Never Openweight Championship match. So you know, it could be, there could be lots of possibilities there. You know, maybe ELP wins and, you know, he's kind of anointed the new Bullet Club leader after Jay White has been kicked out or Jay White tries to interfere and then he gets run off by Kenta and ELP and Ishimori. I don't know what it is, but it just, something feels weird about this. I'm, I'm with you. I'm on board with you. Yeah. I mean, there is a ton of Bullet Club singles, like the whole mixture. Evil's on the show, right? Six Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. House of yeah. Torture, uh, sort of sandwiched between those, all those Bullet Club singles mm. matches. Okay. So they might well fe- factor into this Wouldn't as be well. Surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Again, do we know anything? Do we see the tea leaves? Maybe. Uh, and have we been waiting for this and told about this forever? Of course. Uh, so we'll see. But if it's going to happen, boy, the, the, uh, plans are, are, are in place. <laughs> Let's put it that way with this type of card. Uh, now let's just quickly talk about the Hikolo J. White loser leaving okay. Japan match. It's not a full preview. Full preview will come near the time. Michael CC says, why does J. White versus Hikolo have a better build than the Wrestle Kingdom main event? Andrew says, Sean Rossat reporting an American interest in both Hikolo and J. Are New Japan working the sheets, brother? I mean, I speculated last week, just as soon as I read that, it felt very convenient that we have all this speculation about J. White leaving and then suddenly, oh, they're interested in Hikaleo, and oh, they're interested in Tamatonga as well. It, it does feel like there's some work going on. Do you think that is a, uh, we're just throwing it out there to uh, even out the speculation, right? <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, th- that's good. They should do that. If anyone wants to leak stuff to me to help get over angles, I've done it before. We'll do it again. <laughs> do it again. I'll be your patsy. Won't it be the first time? Won't be the last. Um, I'll tell you what, if Jay White does go to WWE, then c- can I <laughs> retrospectively claim that as a, yes, <laughs> a win for the Jay Cosby? Absolutely. Costumes? Sure. <laughs> See, I fucking told you. I, I know I said told you two years ago, but I still told I, you. Exactly. Um, mm, give me, give me your prediction. What do you think? What do you think about that match? I think Jay loses. I think he's booted out of. Bullet Club by the end of this show. And I think this show ends with a new leader for the Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. Come on. Or an autonomous collective where El Fantasmo, Kenta, and Taiji Shimori take turns on being the leader and have to vote on a two thirds majority for is it a Any, pl- is it parliament legislation? <laughs> <laughs> kind sir, the Tory party. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. I was trying to do uh, your uh, parliament. You know how they always argue back and forth, and they always cheer. I find that very, very uh, objection. Oh no, that's court, uh, isn't it? Yeah, that's court. But it's like, uh, like somebody will make a point. Uh, you 
Tories don't know your ass from a hologram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part. Is when they're all cheering. Just that's that is my favorite part. The right honourable Bullet Club leader piss off to. Tight. I love that. I love that. It reminds me of like the Muppets. When something would happen, they'd be like, oh, get all. Right, they're a bunch of They are Muppets. Everyone, I asked one of them. All right. Um. Yes, I'm with you. I'm on board. All right, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll speed it on a bit. I know you need to go to IKEA. Okay, so uh, Battle of the Valley, so Saturday, February 18th. We've got some matches announced for this. Now, we do have an IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match announced. We don't know who it will be, so it'll be the winner of Shingo Takagi versus Kazuchika Okada versus to be determined. Okay. So Sue Williams says, looking at the new beginning cards, there's a lot of special singles matches through the tour. Who on the tour has the best odds for challenging for the IWGP title at Battle of the Valley? And another question to throw on this is, does this main event over Kyrie versus Mercedes Monet? Uh, well, let's be very honest here. That that uh, the the women's title match is what's selling tickets, not a fantasy booked heavyweight championship match it's that match and honestly new japan pro wrestling the the lion mark <laughs> coming to town um so uh i mean if i'm them i put i put the ladies on top absolutely absolutely they're the ones that brought the house Oh, really? That, that is bull. I'm not saying they disagree, but that is ballsy to have. Why? It's in the US. It's not in Japan. Probably Okada, okay. with Okada doing the title defense, not being your main event. I'm telling you flat out. And, you know, I'm not saying they need to take time away from the, the women's match, but. That is the match that put the asses in the seats. Again, we're not doing this in Osaka. We're not doing this in Fukuoka. We're not doing this. We're doing this in United States. Let me be clear. I agree with you. I think it should be the main event, but I don't know if it will be. I don't know if I have faith in New Japan to not put an Okada title match as the main event. You're probably right. You're probably right, but I mean, I mean, I'm just, and that will be the first thing that that rattles the cage of the uh, Sasha fans. They will be big mad if that happens. No doubt, the emojis will be flying. I'm sure. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> they have a point if it does happen. <coughs> I think they have a valid point. Who do you think would be a good challenger for that? Because obviously we don't want to burn any money matches seeing as it's basically yeah. sold out already. How about, okay, two options here. These are both guys who talked at the end of last year about wanting a title match. Minoru Suzuki or better yet, my official pick, Lance Archer. Hmm. Okay. That's not a bad one. It's not a bad one at all. I think it'd be very good. Um, I'm saying somebody in that kind of middle ground, like an, like an, like an Ishii or a, um, Tanahashi. Oh, they wouldn't do Tanahashi Okada there, would they? You think they would do that? If if so, I mean they've done it before. They did it in Dallas, didn't they? Yeah, but that was kind of special in the sense that it was the first G one and blah 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 blah. I don't know. Would I don't know if they would do that. That would be. I, I'll tell you what. If they did do that, that's going to be a nice show. It's going to be a fun show. 
It's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Shaping up nicely as it is. We've got a couple of matches added as well. Alex Coglin against Jar Kratos and David Finley against Bobby Fish. So those are kickoff matches for Battle you of the Bobby Bobby Fish? It does. Yeah. Really? Oh, look at that. Well, you're not paying attention to the strong along last week, Damon. I must have, must have distracted <laughs> myself. You muted me. No, didn't I did you? not. <laughs> I promise you. I just, I'm, I'm just, uh, all right. Okay, cool. Great. I like Bobby. I, I think this also uh, is, is an indicator of uh, what EPW show has written in saying uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi mentioned in a blog, co- blog post that New Japan Strong is coming to an end. Wondering if this is just moving away from the TV taping model or actually pulling back on US operations. Could this mean ROH and New Japan Strong combining for the ROH on a country? Do you know I was sitting, so, I was literally I standing that, right next to Kevin Kelly. Yeah. For, I would say, probably total duration while he was uh, running his his show in Hamburg, which was really fun. It was really cool. Um Right, and you've asked him all about this. You've got the inside track. You have the scoops. So take it away, Damon. What is the future of New Japan? Of I did not ask him that. I did not mention it at all. We talked a little bit about baseball. We talked a little bit about – we didn't We didn't really talk a ton about pro wrestling, uh, as uh, terrible as at that sounds. I know everybody – I had the perfect opportunity to ask, and I did not. I am a fucking clown, so my apologies to everyone. But – um. I wasn't even drinking. They, but here's like you could bring beer to the show. <laughs> there were people bringing in cases of beer, carrying cases of beer into this venue. It's like us at the Tokyo Dome with our twenty flavors of strong zero. Right. right. I did not have a beer there, not a single beer. Uh, the but yeah, but I I let everyone down because I fucked up. But here's the thing. Uh, I can see if I can get a hold of him this week, and maybe we can send out a special tweet or something. All right, you know what? That would be good. Well, right, here's the thing. Now, I, now the way I, I, I don't yeah, want to do that ahead. because then everybody would be like, well, "I don't want to get Kevin Kelly in trouble." I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> trying to right under the bus right. already. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll figure it out. All right, whatever. I had the opportunity, but they fucked up. We got nothing. We got nothing. Right, my feeling is. I mean, look at stuff like Battle of the Valley. I think they just, in terms of New Japan branding, it's going to be event format. Instead of like doing a bunch of tapings, it's going to be bigger events spread out, which I think is a good move because, let's be honest, Strong has not worked. I've enjoyed it. I still enjoy it, but I'm not sure if it's serving the functions that New Japan wanted to serve at this point. So let me talk about Nemesis. So this was the most recent Strong show. So we had El Fantasma, Jay White, the thing, Alan... Angles, Angles, Angels, and Hikaleo. Eight minutes, 40 seconds. So ELP pins Allen <laughs> after eight minutes, 40 seconds uh, with a burning hammer. Uh, ELP and Joe were very annoying together. Mm. Uh, not in a good way. <laughs> it was just really irritating me. But I thought Alan Angles, Angles, I don't know how to say his name, was good. He was good. Maybe a guy worth sticking around. And then the second match, there were only two matches on this card. So it was the... Number one contender for the Strong Openweight Championship match. They call it the Strong Survivor match. It was kind of like a rumble. So Alex Kozlov was calling it a strumble. Oh, my God. So I'm going to call it the strumble as well. The strumble. So the winner of this was Kenta. So after 15 minutes, 
he uh, he won the match. So there were a lot of guys in this. There was Adrian Quest, Bateman, Blake Christian, Jake Cabrera, Christopher Daniels, Cody Chun, Guillermo Rosas, uh, Jacob Austin Young, Jar Kratos, Keita, Mascara Dorada, Mysterioso, Rocky Romero, DKC, and Wheelie Utah. So final four in this match, where it became sort of normal elimination rules, no more over-the-top stuff, was Kenta, Blake Christian, Wheelie Utah, and Christopher Daniels. And... I think this kind of is a good, in a nutshell, what Strong has become and what it may turn into in the future. Because, you know, when you've got Christopher Daniels being one of the biggest pushed heel acts on the show, you know, as much as I appreciate Christopher Daniels for what he's done, and, you know, he can still kind of go, not necessarily a guy I want to be seeing pushed on a product like this. You know, it's not exciting. It doesn't sort of help. I, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't excite right. me, David. Uh, and then we've got, you know, Peter Avalon, be the next strong title challenger who again there's no cachet with a new japan fan and you know it feels like scraps being, well I say scraps but you know favors being done for the lower tier of the aw roster rather than doing stuff for the benefit of the new japan viewer and wheeler utah being in the final two despite the fact that he's barely appeared on strong I think that tells you a lot about what Strong has turned into, what may it may become in the future. I think if it does get sort of merged with this ROH thing, don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. I would rather see New Japan of USA and their branding being on a smaller number of more stacked high-profile shows along the lines of Battle in the Valley than putting out these sort of trickle right. tape shows in front of very tiny audiences where the production's not great and we've got a weird mishmash of roster members who happen to be in the States and young talent from the Indies and the AEW Dark crew and ROH guys. It's just like a weird mishmash that was sort of becoming a bit aimless and directionless. So I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world to sort of tidy that up a bit, have fewer more high-profile New Japan shows in the States, and then everything else can go to this ROH honor club thing, and we'll, we'll see what becomes yeah. of that. It, I mean, back pandemic t- days, we kind of appreciated the fact that guys could get work, and you know, it was somewhat exciting in the sense that you know, new faces were always coming around. But the end goal was always to be, you know, that feeder system for, you know, and 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 have us a small promotion in the U S to, you know, kind of build and capitalize, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know if that ever came to pass and yeah, from what you described, that doesn't sound promising for a, 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 from a, from a new Japan fan perspective. Um, in, in, in the same breath, it is, I don't know. It it is a it, it is a melting pot of all these different wrestlers from all these different promotions that are that are there. Um, I, I think it will continue to be that, but just done under the Ring of Honor right. branding with their higher production values and where I think more people are likely to watch right. it. I think that's a good thing, personally. I do, uh, but I also think that I, I think about what could have been for Strong. And I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the fence of of being spread too thin 
I, I would rather see New Japan guys working with New Japan with the end goal of being the champion so that they could go over to Japan and defend the title and or participate in big shows there. Um, yes, yes. Fred Rosser defending a, a, a warehouse against Peter Avalon ain't itch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So that's that. All right, that's it. I did have a big list of questions, but I d- I'm tired. I don't right, want to read right. them. I want to go back to bed and watch yeah. Handel. We've done We've enough. Done enough. Nearly two hours. And a fucking top, top quality I, audio, if I may say so. I got to be honest with you. I, I enjoyed doing this. I, lo- I love the year-end show. I love the year-end show. It's always my, one of my favorites. So uh, great job by all our listeners. I'll go one bit. I love every show. I love every show I do with you, oh, Damon. I cherish wow. it. My good friend David McDonald. What a treat! I get to talk to you about my hobby every yes, week. Yes, it is a it is something I look forward to every week as well. So uh, I'll be over there. I'll jerk you off, and that'll be that. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're the second man that's oh! jerked me off today. Funny story. Wow! <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> what a night! So uh, redcircle.com dot com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. Uh, if you want to give some money to us, we like money. You put some money in the uh, Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama mm-hmm. pay-per-view purchasing fund. Uh, Discord link, you can get one of those if you send me a direct message on Twitter at Cobra Kawaii and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast for our lovely t-shirts. Lovely. Thank you, as always, to Editor Dan. Find him on Twitter at LousyHero219. Please subscribe to the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network for all the great shows that they have on there. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes and some nice words to help us move up those charts. Follow us on Twitter, at the SuperJCast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. Hello, do you like New Japan Pro Wrestling? Are you a Shinnihon freak? If so, check out the Super Jcast with Joel and Damon on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. And even if you fucking hate New Japan Pro Wrestling, listen to the Super Jcast anyway. Not just for our great show reviews, analysis, and pastrami sandwiches, mm-hmm. but there's also usually some dick jokes somewhere in the obligatory opening 30 minutes of absolute nonsense we chat about every single week. That's the Super Jcast for all the best talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling, crisps, and pornography. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.